Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio. We really appreciate you sticking with us through the break, and we appreciate you listening. Some people listen every single Saturday morning, and we really sincerely appreciate it. In this segment of the show, in our neighborhood spotlight segment, we've got Cedar Creek in Lilburn. My family grew up, I grew up, was born in Decatur, not really Decatur, Southwest DeKalb, Wesley Chapel Road and I-20. My family moved to Peachtree Corners, so we went right over the top of Lilburn, but we had so many good friends from the Southwest DeKalb area that moved to Cedar Creek in Lilburn. I remember that back from the late 70s and early 80s. Why is housing supply still low? And when you're transferring title to your property in a divorce, are there a couple of extra things you need to worry about other than just giving someone a deed? The answer is yes. So please stay tuned and please pay attention because we want to help save you some trouble. We want to communicate with you. We want to connect with you. We love you. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back, share ideas, request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast. It's available on all major podcasting platforms, and I would really appreciate it if you subscribed. This week, and for those of you who listen regularly, you know that each week we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes and to help you know how as an owner of a home in that neighborhood, you might have a particular advantage when it comes to selling your home in today's market. And today we are featuring Cedar Creek in Lilburn. If you're taking I-85 North Indian Trail, go right on Indian Trail, cross over Highway 29, it turns into Killian Hill Road and the neighborhood is on the right Good little location, good, some good schools, good high schools over in the Lilburn area. Parkview, Brookwood, uh, schools have very good reputations. Let's take a look at the last three years. There are about 200 homes in Cedar Creek. In 2019, the average sales price of a home was $310,500. There were 24 homes sold, and it took 36 days for those homes to go under contract after they were listed. The low price, $175,000. Wouldn't you have liked to have been the one who bought the $175,000? I'm guessing that needed a lot of work. Up to a high of 363000 the sales price to list price ratio. So if a house was listed at this price, at what percentage of that price did it sell? And that number was 97.58%, which means sellers had to discount their houses about 2.5% in 2019 in order to convince a buyer to put it under contract. In 2020, the average sales price increased $15,000 to 325380 20 homes sold and they took 59 days, 36 days to 59 days. I'll bet you there was one or two homes in there that took a long time and it skewed those numbers because that almost doesn't make sense. Low price was 225,000, high price 400,000, sales price to list price ratio 99.71%. In 2021, there were 18 homes sold. They took an average of 10 days to sell. Average sales price increased $60,000 almost to $383,800, ranged from a low of $270,000 up to a high of $520,000. Sales price to list price ratio, 97.58 in 2019, 99.71, which means there was only a 0.3% discount. In 2021, everything continued to change. Sales price to list price ratio, 102.9. 
2.5%, which means the average home seller sold their home for 2.95% more than they have it listed for. There are currently two homes available for sale in the neighborhood. Average list price $504,950 from a low asking price of $430 to a high of $579.9. There are people in that area selling their homes in the $500,000 range that probably never dreamed they would be able to sell it in the low fives and certainly not the high fives. And I think for those who are able to take advantage of the market, who are ready to downsize or upsize or right size or whatever it is, I say congratulations to you. I saw a, a meme or whatever you call it on social media that was, and I happen to be a Dave Ramsey fan. For those of you who love or don't love Dave Ramsey, I'm a Dave Ramsey fan only because I think he believes in financial discipline. But it was interesting because the it was probably a TikTok, actually. Uh, I don't watch TikToks, but sometimes they get forwarded to me. And it basically said, hey, you know, I saved for six years to get my 20% down. And the house that I should have bought two years ago increased in value $120,000. And I never thought of it that way. But sometimes you can spend so much time trying to save money. In today's world, you could have lost $100,000 in the last year. That'd be pretty frustrating. Again, 200 homes in the neighborhood. In 2011, the average home in the neighborhood sold for $168,000. Let me, let me repeat that again. $168,000 today is $383,000, which means homeowner equity for those 200 homeowners has increased $43 million. Those 200 homeowners have $43 million more in equity in 2021, at the end of 2021, than they did at the end of 2011. Camp Creek Elementary School, Trickham Middle School, and Parkview High School serve the neighborhood. If you are interested in how schools affect home values. If you want to not monkey around, if you will, with your kids' education or the <laughs> school's effect on home values, we invite you to get what's called a school temp report. You can see exactly how good Parkview is compared to the schools in the surrounding area. You can see, are there better schools? You can see, are there worse schools? All at schoolchimp.com. Don't buy a house. You can get school ratings on Zillow. You can get school ratings on great schools or school digger. But the reality is you can't get school ratings combined with all the real estate data anywhere except gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on school chimp, put in a little more information. Tell Clyde, that's the name of the chimp, the name of the school you want to compare. Do you want to compare it to all schools in Metro Atlanta or the average school in Metro Atlanta? Or would you prefer to compare it just to one other school? Because you've got your choice. You can tell the system the exact research you want. And that report is prepared exclusively for you and emailed directly to you. You don't have to worry about us soliciting you. We might call you to make sure that you got the information you need and that you don't have any questions. But we're not going to sell your information and we're not going to target you. If you go and order one of these, go get us radio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on School Champ. If you're searching for homes to buy and you're just not able to find one, it could be you're searching on the wrong website. Can you imagine knowing that Barbara, who is a competing buyer, was searching on a different website and she found a home that you didn't find? She'd been trying to buy a home for six months. You've been trying to buy a home for six months. 30 days later, she's living in a home and you're still trying to figure out how to get out and find a home. Well, I suggest you shop suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, suremls.com. The reason that site is better is because it pulls listings from both listing services in Metro Atlanta, both. 
the Georgia multiple listing service and the first multiple listing service. And you'll see two of everything, but if you ever come across one and there's just one, hey, that's it. You might be the only one in Metro Atlanta that knows it is for sale. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. Click on, or excuse me, go to suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. You can get to Sure MLS by going to Go Gaddis Radio, but sorry, I messed up there. Why is the housing inventory still so low? It's very simply that the construction of new dwellings, this is apartments, townhome, condos, own homes that people would own, homes that people would rent, the construction of new housing units has simply fallen significantly behind the demand for housing units. Every year you get more households created People move out by themselves. People get married. People get divorced. People die. They, all kinds of things happen, and you have all kinds of changes in your housing units, meaning the number of households you have, and we haven't been keeping up with that. So number one, new construction has fallen behind for several years, and number two, the pandemic had a huge impact on housing. Uh, housing was a little bit flat before the pandemic. And as soon as the pandemic hit, everybody realized they cared more about where they lived than they thought they did, especially when we're cooped up there for months and months. And so it has really reignited American citizens' desire to live in a place that fits their needs. Is that going to change? Yes. There's more inventory coming on the market. It, will it change now? No, it'll probably take two or three or four years for inventory to catch up. So the ine inevitable is happening. You're getting a divorce. You understand you can give a deed to transfer title to your ex, but what if you learned six months later that you were still responsible for the mortgage? The mortgage and the title to the property are two different things. So if in a divorce decree, you are awarded a home or you give your interest in that home to your ex, that does not mean you'll be released from the mortgage if you are indeed on the mortgage. The only way you could get off the mortgage would be to get your ex or the person who is remaining in the home to qualify and take on that mortgage as their responsibility, which means they would have to refinance the home. If your ex cannot qualify to refinance the home on his or her own, then you might not have any chance, any, any other opportunities other than to stay on the mortgage until it can be paid off. I've seen divorce decrees say within two years that the spouse, remaining spouse living in the home or ex-spouse will refinance the home. And just know that when you transfer the ownership of the property, that doesn't have anything to do with your obligation on the mortgage. That is something totally separate. And my suggestion for you is you definitely don't want to let somebody else make payments on a property that you are responsible for without you having the ability to keep up with those payments. You've been listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts. So home selling and buying can be done with total confidence and without all the worry typical with life's biggest investments. We don't want you to learn, as I said before, anything at closing or after that you should have learned before. Atlanta. We'll be back next Saturday at 9 a.m. And we look forward to talking to you then.